welcome to the Wilco Podcast. Worship Leaders Collective is a worship community of over 32,000 worship leaders from 99 countries around the world. You can check us out online at worshipleaderscollective.com or type in Worship Leaders Collective on Facebook to get connected for free today. Our hope is to help equip you with the tools and resources you need so that you can be who God's called you to be and do what He's called you to do. You've been called for such a time as this. Listen up as we dive into another episode of the Wilco Podcast. Welcome to the Wilco Podcast. My name is Jenny McGrew, and this is episode number 21 with special guest Chrissy Nordoff. Chrissy is a singer. She's a songwriter. She's a worship leader. She's a team leader. She's involved with a whole lot of things and has been most recently nominated for a Dub Award for her latest song, Famous For. So today we invite Chrissy to talk about writing songs for the church and, and what it really means to sing a new song unto the Lord. So if you're a songwriter, if you're an aspiring songwriter, if you really have a passion to write worship songs for the church, listen up. This is really going to bless and inspire you today. Hey, you guys, welcome to the Wilco podcast. We're so excited today to have our good friend, Chrissy Nordoff, um, with us today. You know, Chrissy oversees a lot of things. Um, She's really putting a lot of work into uh, Brave Worship, which is for men and women, and also writing worship. And I can honestly say, after having worked with Chrissy for the last couple of years and, you know, just walking alongside of her, you know, in any, in every, or in any and every capacity that we're able to, um, she just eats, sleeps, and breathes, you know, writing songs for the church, helping other people write songs for the church. So we're going to center a lot of our conversation around that today. And we're just excited to have you with us today, Christy. So welcome. Thank you. Well, oh. you know how much I love you. So I'm so excited oh. to be with you today. And I love what you do. So love. Love you too. It's good to see your face and uh, hope to see you guys really soon again. And uh, when I wrote Christy, I think it was a couple weeks ago now. Mm-hmm. Um, I just said, you know, hey, uh, would love to have you on the local podcast. Um, would love to talk about, you know, singing a new song to the Lord, you know, which is, you know, many of you would already know this, that it's found in Psalm 96. And actually just, you know, before we started recording this, um cool thing about psalm 96 it's actually a writing blueprint for writing songs um, which i didn't know so i just love that the holy spirit's already in this conversation preparing the way and for all you songwriters aspiring songwriters you know whatever level of songwriting you're at or that you are at right now in this season um, i really believe that this podcast is really going to bless you so listen up don't turn this off and I really believe that God has a word for you today. So sing a new song unto the Lord. You know, um, Chrissy, I heard someone say years ago that that is actually mentioned 88 times in the Bible. I haven't fact checked that. I haven't verified it. So I'm not quick to say those things are true mm-hmm. unless I have fact checked it. But, you know, we know that that is mentioned so many times in the Bible. So, you know, clearly the Lord is trying to tell us something. He's trying to say, hey, I want you to sing a new song into the Lord, you know, which is something that's fresh, something that's alive, you know, that we know that God has, you know, new songs, fresh songs for every season, you know, to, to help remind us to keep going, 
to help remind us to move forward. And, you know, even for God just to give us eyes to see and ears to hear for what's ahead. So um, I just want to kind of give you the floor then. And, you know, we're just going to talk about Psalm 96 today and yeah. uh, singing a new song unto the Lord. Yeah, well, I think it's interesting. The Bible also talks about um, hymns, spiritual songs. Oh, wait, I'm forgetting one. Psalms, hymns, Psalms. and spiritual songs. Psalms, yeah. hello. Psalms, hymns, <laughs> and spiritual songs. So I think it's easy to remember, you know, the hymns and um, and even the Psalms in some ways, but it's the new songs that usually get forgotten if something's going to get forgotten. Um, but I think it's really amazing how in the oldest songs that we have, it says sing a new song. Mm -hmm. And I think that's because the Lord wanted to remind us because he knew we would have those for a long time. So that while we're looking at the oldest songs, we would remember, oh, we still need new songs. Um, and this Psalm, I love how it literally lays out the blueprint um, and tells us specifically what we should be writing about it tells us who we should be singing these songs to mm -hmm. um it tells us why we should be doing this and uh how to do it so and where it's crazy but all of that is contained in that one song so um you know for me when people come and ask i don't know what to write about or i don't know how to start or um I don't know who my audience should be or any of those questions where you don't know where to get started. I would say check out Psalm 96. It's a really great springboard and it gives you the whole picture of what your goal is as you're doing these new songs. And it says right in there, the very first verse says sing a new song and then it mm -hmm. unpacks what that means. It gives you the full entire picture right there we really don't have to look any farther, even though it's, it is mentioned several other times, but this is the place where the new song gets unpacked and we find out exactly how we're supposed to be doing that. Isn't that amazing? Yeah. Right there. It's yeah. right here. So well, let's unpack it a little bit. Yeah. Okay. So I'm going to go through just a little bit at a time and um, I'm in the passion translation. So if you're wondering where I am, that's, that's the translation I'm looking at. Um, but it says right there in, uh, hang on now, looking for the who part of things, it tells us who to sing it to. It says, uh, everyone in every language. So it's telling us to take, uh, take this message and put it in every language and share it with every nation. Um, now that's what's been done with the word of God. The word of God has been translated into uh, many, many tongues and languages and has been shared with many nations. But have we thought about song in the same way? Um, mm -hmm. And I know a lot of times the song carries the gospel in ways that, um, you know, we might not be able to get Bibles in somewhere, but we can sing a song and usually that's not illegal or you know um it can slip in in ways um that the entire word can't so all i'm saying is um i think it's really important and this is more of an evangelical perspective i think on the who right. um which is amazing uh and then when i'm looking for that verse uh 
I think it says, yes, it's verse one, actually, let everyone in every language sing him a new song. So right there, we all have permission right there. Um, and notice the word everyone. Uh, it doesn't, you know, make that a, an exclusive thing. That's actually an inclusive invitation for all. Everyone should be singing. And uh, so if you're wondering, uh, or if you don't know if you're qualified or not qualified, I want you to hear that word everyone, uh, because mm -hmm. that gives you a qualification right there. You're included in this. So there's room for you. So go for it. Um, and then it talks a little bit about the why. And it's right there in verse two. It says, don't stop. Keep on singing. Here we go. Here's the why. Make his name famous. That's why we're doing what we're doing, right? And that's really the heart of what we're doing as songwriters. It is to share the gospel, yes, kind of like it alluded to in that other verse. But this one says, clearly, we're to make his name famous. And that's the point behind why we're doing this. Um, and then it goes into how it says, tell everyone every day how wonderful he is. So uh, that is how we do it every day and telling everyone. So those are our two goals and the way that he wants us to accomplish it. Um, and then it talks about where as well. Uh, this is verse three, I believe, uh, take the message of his glory and miracles to every nation. And we were kind of talking about that before, but the whole world is where our goal is. That's where we're delivering this message. Um, and then it doesn't specifically spell this out in one area. This is kind of things I took from different pieces throughout the chapter, but, um, when we think about what this chapter is saying we should sing about, I see a couple of different categories. I, I see three categories, actually. It talks in several places about characteristics of God. So um, those are all things he wants us to sing about. So that is uh, good news, amazing things he's done, greatness, brilliance, majesty, beauty, righteousness, fairness and he rules over all so Beautiful. all of those are amazing characteristics of god that he wants us to sing about and i'm sure we can expound on that right um and then the second category i see is he wants us to sing our response and that's also scattered kind of throughout that chapter so i saw surrender confession i saw mm -hmm. celebration i saw worship awe and wonder and it ends with joy so mm. it really gives this beautiful array of emotion and response that we can have to those characteristics and then the third category i see in there um, for things that we should be writing about is really not only us responding but how creation responds to god mm -hmm. and so uh it mentions skies the earth oceans fields and trees and all of those things are in that one chapter wow uh, yeah which blows my mind so if you're wondering what to write about um think about that list you know think about what are some things about god what are some characteristics about god and then think about your response to what those things are or think about how creation responds to those things 
Um, and right there, we have just such a clear view of, of how we should be writing new songs. Right, so beautiful, so pure. And I love how the Lord, when he calls us to do something, he doesn't leave us without the tools. Right. You know, he doesn't yes. leave us without an instruction manual. He's like, actually right here, you <laughs> actually, know. it's right in this chapter, <laughs> exactly spelled out. Yeah. Yeah. It's, you know, and, it, and it's so good. And, uh, you know, we can take classes, we can take courses, you know, and we need to, like you offer that with writing worship, you know, and that's more mm -hmm. of a mentorship class. It's really good because it's a step-by-step. And then we also need to go to the word, mm -hmm. you know, the word of God and begin to ask the Lord, you know, to show me, Lord, show me how you want me to write songs. Show me what you want me to write about this season. You know, show me, Lord, how to do it. And uh, I couldn't help but when you were using, or you, I don't know where you were reading that, but you were talking about his fame or famous yeah. for. Did, did you write that out of here? Um, that was Psalm 79, actually. Okay. But it was also in the Passion Translation, I think. Oh, wait, maybe it was 76. Well, I can't find it right now. But yes, it was also birthed out of Psalms, just right. singing the Psalms out loud. Yeah, totally. Verse two in Psalm 96, you guys, it says, don't stop. And I love how it says with an exclamation mark, don't mm -hmm. stop. This is what the Lord's saying to his church this season. Don't stop. Keep on singing, mm -hmm. you know, and it's saying make his name famous. But, you know, let's live to make the name of Jesus Christ famous and tell everyone every day how wonderful he is you know and writing music writing songs is an awesome way for us to express who god is to us mm -hmm. you know mm -hmm. and it's you know it's 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 um you know who god, it's personal you know and just sharing our story our testimony you know what the lord's done in us and it's a way of really evangelizing yeah. to the world around us you know the good news of jesus christ um I, um, you know, when I was in Nashville last time, mm -hmm. I was in a co-write with some people and uh, one of the guys that was on the co-write, he said this, he said, there's too many worship songs being written right now. And I, <laughs> I just like, I, I, I probably, I don't know if he saw the look on my face, but I was like, <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, I was like yes. uh, say that again. Are you talking um, about Jesus, you know, infinite one, you know, the one who's been everlasting always was and always will be. I don't think we could sing too much. We're, we're just never going to explore the depths. But, you know, I was thinking about that when, he, you know, when we're reading here, don't stop, keep on singing, mm. making his name famous, yeah. you know, and, you know, to ask you, do you think that there's been too many worship songs being written? Or do you think too, there is too many, did there ever be too many worship songs being written? You know what's crazy, Jen? I almost feel like um, there have always been this many worship songs being written, but we just didn't know about it. Mm. You know, I even think like historically, I mean, if you think about it, these tribes and nations, they all had songs. They were all writing songs mm -hmm. all the time. And I think what happened in our culture is, um, you know, once the music industry came into play and started funneling songs, um, our songs that we were using in the church got very narrowed. And I don't think that that's natural. I don't. Right. I think 
it's actually pretty normal for every church to express its own culture and heart and language, you know, to right. God. And I think right. it's actually more normal to have more songs. Um, and I think it's healthy. Um, I think it's good. I think it's needed. And just, you know, just like the Lord, like he, he's still creating people, right? Like, mm -hmm. and everyone has an individual DNA and thumbprint and all of these things. Um, and I feel like our songs to him are the same, you know, like they each have this individual um, spirit or they carry something individual, you know, um, that no other song can express. And Beautiful. so there's purpose in the intimacy, you mm -hmm. know, God loves, he loves creating us individually and expressing his creativity that way. And uh, how wonderful that we can do the same thing back to him. Come on. Uniquely and individually express our creativity in a new way. Mm -hmm. um, I think he's just got to love that. It's just his nature, you know? Mm -hmm. And it's, it is weird because just because of the industry and really because of social media, like that's the thing, like it's just information overload. And if anything, I don't think we were meant to carry the information overload. It's, it's not that there's too many songs. Right. Yeah. So, you know, perhaps we have people listening today or who will listen, you know, down the road and, you know, they're writing music, but say they're at a place of, you know, sometimes I think people can look through people's social media accounts or someone will drop a new album. And yeah. I know some people can be left feeling so defeated, yeah. <laughs> you know, like, what's the point? You know, I don't know, you know, I thought I should do this, but like, why? Like this song's better than, the, you know, I think people just naturally begin to doubt themselves, you know, yeah. or maybe, maybe doubt the why, but what would you say to that person, you know, who's feeling like, I don't know if there's room for this. Yeah. Well, um, Psalm 145 actually talks about the endless praise. Mm, and um, I think if you are, if you're feeling that, like, I don't know if this is good enough, or I don't know if this can compete with what's out there. All those kind of thoughts are very individual thinking. Mm -hmm. And I think really, if we take a greater perspective and just think during my time, while I'm alive right now, I have an opportunity to contribute to the eternal song on the earth. So good. And I mean, if it contributes to the Holy Spirit or blesses God's heart, it's contributing in ways mm -hmm. we may never see, right? And I can, I can look in my catalog, I know, and there's probably 90% of what I've written is not being used. Um, and that could be very defeating. Or I could say, I wonder how those songs bless God's heart. I wonder, you know, which one of those songs uh, is his favorite. Or maybe I wonder which one of those songs um, helped help the Lord to be inspired to fight on my behalf in ways I never knew. Wow. Um, I just think there's so much more than we can actually see. And when we get too focused on ourselves, that's where the problem happens because really if we're focused on him, we just bring what we have in our hands. You know, we're not responsible for the talent he gives us or the, or the gifting that he gives us. We're responsible for stewarding. 
That's what we're responsible for. So if you're stewarding and you are offering sacrifices with what's in your hands and contributing to that endless song, man, I just think, could it get any better? You know? Mm -hmm. um, and I've had moments like Jenny, there was a few weeks back that um, in the very same week, uh, there was one song that I wrote that blessed one person that like mm -hmm. helped them to keep going. Like literally right. they, it was this dire situation and this person had lost a child and almost couldn't breathe that week, you know, but I, but she was, she could breathe. She could breathe. And part of that was she was encouraged by a song that I sent her. Wow. So mm -hmm. I had that happen the same week that I had a nomination, you mm -hmm. know, and uh, I was just having a conversation with my husband, which one of those things really means more to me, you know? Right. Well, a hundred percent, it's the fact that this lady can breathe today, you know? Right. And, um, and sometimes what we write blesses God, sometimes it's for somebody else, one person, Sometimes it's for our church. Sometimes it's for the world. And I think a lot of times people only think their songs are making a difference if it impacts the world. It's actually backwards. We have mm -hmm. the ear of the creator of the universe. Sing for him. Write for him. He's listening. And that's beautiful. That is mind blowing right there. Yeah. That'll that's preach. <laughs> That'll preach. You know, and uh, that song that Chrissy's talking about, I think is famous for, I noticed that on your Instagram, it looks like it got a Dove nomination. Mm -hmm. Now it had a Grammy nomination. And I know that song has just blessed millions, mm -hmm. millions, you know, maybe billions. We don't really know, you know, mm -hmm. we just really never know how far reaching this stuff goes. But like what you're saying, it's just be faithful, mm -hmm. be faithful to write, be, be faithful to sing, be faithful to do what the Lord is asking you to do. And don't, whether it's for one or mm -hmm. a billion, it doesn't matter. What matters is just being faithful. Yeah. You know? yeah. And I really think, you know, Jenny, that just disciplining yourself to continue the practice of writing is a part of it, you know, and that is one thing the Lord taught me through um, Famous For, because it, it mm -hmm. came out of my daily practice of psalming, you know, just singing a psalm every day. And I think, you know, sometimes we expect there to be this jump from brand new to worldwide hit. And it's just, right. that was after 10 years of psalming, <laughs> you know? You know what? Well, you see me laughing. You know why I'm laughing? Because when we were, um, when you guys were doing oh. your song share or whatever, that's, oh, did I hear a dog? Sorry, Ooh. my dog. <laughs> so good. Real <laughs> life, man. Yeah. Um, you know, cross point was there and, uh, you were sharing the story behind famous for, I totally have hacked this story in Canada, but I'd be like, guys, you know how this song started? <laughs> 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 just share a quick story. Would you just, you know, the, the, you know, the beginnings of the lines of famous. Yeah. Just so people see like the process of yeah. songwriting, you know, like, you know right. what it can go from to yeah. where, where it can grow too. Right. Yeah. It's a, it's a massive difference. Really? <laughs> Jenny, what are you saying? 
<laughs> you were like you had your little i think you, did you have your loop that night it yeah you want to hear it you want to hear it <laughs> just even when you were it was just how you shared it the only way christy nordoff can and you're just so like funny and like just real oh and i'm like God. sitting there i'm sitting there with eric eric's christy's husband and we're sitting at the table um and yeah you're just like yeah something about this mess that i'm in or like something i'm gonna have oh, yeah. to but it yeah. was so great so i was singing straight i i try to sing straight through a song before i'll go back and start shaping anything okay here it is found it um and this is what it sounded like Pull us out of this mess. Forgive us of our sins. Do what you're famous for. So I was singing straight from Psalm 79, right. uh, which is hilarious because this is before 2020. Right. <laughs> you know, I'm like, so wow, pathetic. that was actually good timing, Lord. Uh, ironic. Yes. So ironic. It was the, what made me laugh was the pull us out of this mess, you know? And it doesn't sound fanciful. It doesn't sound very poetic. It's kind of like very raw and like, you know, you're reading the Psalms and you're singing the songs too. I know that that's part yeah. of, you know, what you teach in your class too is psalming, but it's just the like total desperation. Like, God, would you just like come <laughs> pull us out of this stinking mess right now? Yes. Like, we're dying here and we're drowning. Yes. And then just, you know, and just see where it goes, you know, make way through the waters, walk me through yes. the fires, do what you were famous for, you know? So one yeah. of the lessons being there is just start. Yes. You just got to start. Yeah. You know? And I think, you know, that's another one of those things where um, if you're open to co-writing, you know, that's where a lot of times other people's strengths come in and they really, you know, make yours come to life right it's, it's really interesting how i mean that's the that's the expression of unity when it comes to music co-writing right you know and so yeah brought that piece in and um was working with chuck and alexis that day but chuck could hear what i was hearing you know he mm -hmm. wasn't laughing at what i was saying he could hear it he started i was laughing but he wasn't yes jenny <laughs> I know you're an amazing he, songwriter though, so I can laugh at you and we're friends. Oh, so. Chuck laughs at me about other things. It's okay. <laughs> he laughs about yeah. my rhymes. Oh yeah. Yeah. Mold, mold. I remember you were trying to write about mold or something. <laughs> yes. I dare you all try to put mold into yeah, one of your songs and no, make it sound mold. spiritual. No, it could. Sound... very. It's been a very moldy season. It can be very mushroom sounding. <laughs> So funny, no. but you know, you're talking, you're talking about co-writing and you know, co-writing is, a, I would say co-writing is a learned skill for me. Yeah. That's really been a learned skill, but you know, just to give a plug about your, your writing worship, right? Writing worship um, class. And um, so, you know, I took that, I think a couple of years ago now, it could have been three years ago. I just have yeah. no time frame anymore, just from <laughs> the last know. few years, sure. kind of like this ball yeah um but we actually got to play with the worship team in church for the first time in forever we had a revival night saturday sunday night and 
So the team, we were, we were going through the whole set list and I'd asked one of my friends who's actually a secular recording artist, Christian. Mm-hmm. But, and I just said, Hey, I just really feel like you're supposed to lead with me that night. Would you lead? You know, like, cause he's been a worship leader and mm-hmm. he's like, yeah, I would love to really good lyricist too, you know? Mm-hmm. And so we, you know, we get through the whole set list. We have a little bit of time. And I said, Hey, we got to give a good flow in this one part. You know, we could just play and like do something spontaneous. I said, but I feel like there's a song here. I feel like we need to write something about this moment. And I just asked the team just to stop. You know, when you just feel it, you know, I think sometimes you can write like that too. It's kind of like, you know, when you have a prophetic word for someone or something, you just feel like something's there. And, you know, you just take that, you just take that next step of faith and you write, right? Mm -hmm. Without really thinking about it. Yeah. Wrote it down, wrote it down. It was like eight lines. And then my phone was about to die. So I just threw it in the group chat, you know, for all our communications for the worship team that night. And then he came back to me because, you know, he's the strongest songwriter. So he's like, oh, yeah. And then he was just like, what about this? And that he mm-hmm. just quickly said, what about this? And he just simplified the two lines. And it was just that beautiful exchange of submission and mm-hmm. humility, you know, and then just like trying to be faithful to the Lord, you know, just for that moment. Like, what is yeah. this moment for, you know? And I have to tell you, just to encourage some people too, is that um, that night we sang a lot of great songs. You know, like I'm talking like, you know, songs that the whole world sings, you know, like these songs really deserve a lot of honor because they bless so many churches, you know, around the world. But there's just something about singing a song for your house. I don't know what it is, you know, like it's just like, it's just tailor made. Yeah. And two, two times that night, so one was an original, I, and, and a lot of them didn't even know it that well. And they were just singing it like an anthem, mm-hmm. you know? Um, they were just singing it like an anthem, and it was just like it released something in the house. But the other one was this little spontaneous, hey, I feel like there's a song here, did a quick little co-write on the fly, and those young people, I'm telling you, Chrissy, were just like, it was just like something was released mm-hmm. into that meeting that I don't think would have been released had that not been sung, you know? So this right. area of writing songs is so massive mm-hmm. because <clears throat> especially for, you know, ones that are tailored for our church, because I do believe they can open something fresh. Like, so it's saying, sing a new song that mm-hmm. it actually can be a gateway to something that the Holy Spirit's trying to do. Because like you were yes. saying, there's something about when we sing, it's like less offensive to people or less abrasive or like, it's yes. like, co- it's like covert, it's like yeah. covert ops in totally. a way, yes. you know, and yeah. it was just like more can be accomplished in one of those moments. than it's just mm-hmm. like, then I don't know how long it could take, you know, whether, you know, I'm all for preaching the word, of course, you know, yes. I, I preach, I preach, you preach, you know, we believe in the local church. Yes. I co-pastor a church with my husband. But there's just something about the power of music that just, you know, goes from the head to the heart that fast, Mm -hmm. like so fast. And just where people wake up singing it Mm. over and over and over and over again. You know, this area of like, you know, where you're talking about songwriting and singing a new song. This is no small thing. I don't believe in this season, Mm. you know, it's just really like that the Lord is saying something and he's not saying it through one of us. He's saying it through all of us. He's longing to say it through all of us that the fullness of the heart of the Father, the fullness of the glory of God would be known on the earth. Hmm. It's really a powerful and beautiful thing, you know? 
Well, and it feels like in some ways, this time right now, um, it just feels like the voice of the church was silenced in some way. Mm -hmm. And I don't think it was purposeful or, you know, but I feel like the Lord wants to hear our voices. Time of singing has come. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yes. A hundred percent. Um, you know, for a season, many people didn't feel like they could sing. And I feel like the Lord has just really opened the floodgates and, and, uh, reminded us, you know, Mm -hmm. it's a, it's a good season of remembering how important it is. Mm -hmm. Totally. Mm -hmm. Well, I had a couple of other questions written down, but I think I want to leave it there. Just, Mm. I just feel like we need to have a little bit of a say law and maybe we'll have a part two of singing a new song to the Lord. And, you know, maybe we can dive in and articulate a little bit more about songwriting. Um, but for those of you who don't know who Chrissy Nordoff is, uh, go look her up on Instagram or just Google her. And uh, Chrissy has written uh, hundreds, if not thousands of songs. Um, a couple that you would know for sure is Your Great Name which was written a number of years ago now. And there's another beautiful story behind that. But I think if you go back and listen to our podcast, you shared the story behind that. And uh, last year, the year before, um, but this new one famous for, well, it's not new now, but I feel like for a lot of people, it is new, you know, mm-hmm. and, um, and check out her writing uh, work. Am I saying that right? Writing worship, mm-hmm. writing worship.com. Yeah. And uh yeah, for, you know, whatever level of writing that you're at, I, I really would encourage you guys to take this. It will help bring, um, it will help and awaken something in you. But I also believe it will help bring a discipline in your life that is needed. If, if you really are serious about songwriting, if you really are serious about writing songs for the church, um, it does require a lot of discipline, you know, and, and just learning those spiritual disciplines. Um, but also, um you know, just being able to work with other writers, work with other people that are at your level, whether it's higher, whether it's low. Um, there's just something about learning a community, mm-hmm. you know, that you're not necessarily going to just be able to learn from picking up a book and reading it. And I know you also do have this in a book and, and that's really good. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, there's just, and you know that too, you know, even for all of those of you who've been to university and you know, you just know that there's just something about that shared learning experience mm-hmm. that it just augments it to another level. So I'd really encourage you guys just to take a look at that, check it out and invest. You know, if you truly believe that God's calling you to do something that I'd encourage you to invest into that gift, because it will pay great dividends, not just for you, um, but for the world around us. So mm-hmm. anyway, thank you so much, Chrissy. Thanks for sharing thank your you. heart. Yeah, so beautifully. and. You know, I, I love a lot of things about you, um, but one of the things I love the most about you is how much you love Jesus. Oh. And uh, yeah, it's it's so pure and it's so beautiful. So um, you guys are drinking from a great, uh, rich well today and uh, we bless you, Chrissy. Thanks. Thank you, Jenny. Love you. Thanks for listening to today's episode. We hope you felt encouraged and a little more equipped for the journey you're on this season. If you're interested in weekly mentorship in a small group setting or would like to find more worship resources, check it all out at worshipleaderscollective.com. You can also find us on Facebook and Instagram. 
connect, encourage, and equip. This is what we're all about at Wilco. We go together, not alone. Together, we can help move church forward.